just want to give people a place to go to get information. I want them to enjoy learning about Qi and how it's easy to learn about it and affect change in your own life. So Qi Pro is here for the curious seekers and for the professionals looking to get ahead. It's the bottom line. I want to empower people with information because the one thing that can't be taken from you is your knowledge. Well, hello there. I'm so excited you're listening today. It's Chipro Sam in the house, and we're going to talk about New Year's, New Year's resolutions, New Year's dates, and what it all means to you. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to find money in your house this year, which is not actually down the couch. So I'm just going to point that out. I have a special guest with me today. Her name is Shauna. Hello, Shauna. Hello. Yes, thank you for coming in on this very cold day. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> it is, for those of you who don't know, we're recording this January 2020, and it is minus 18.5. Yeah. yeah, I want to add the 0.5 in there mm -hmm. because it's very important. So, <laughs> so it's freaking freezing, okay? So we are tucked away in the sound booth with Clinton. Hello, Clinton. And we're toasty warm, and this is a perfect time to snuggle in with a cup of tea and talk about some really good questions about Chinese New Year. So what I'm going to do today is give out some tips on how to find wealth in your home, what you need to do before the new year begins, and did you even realize that the Chinese new year is different from the Gregorian one? So, Shauna, did you, what do you think about new year? Like, when do you think the year begins? How about that? Well, January 1. <laughs> <laughs> and you are completely wrong. No, I just know. <laughs> <laughs> So you're, you're technically right. It does begin January 1st for the Gregorian calendar. The Gregorian calendar just means it's the basic calendar that we all know. Okay, we know this calendar. It's the one we work with or on our Apple smartphone or whatever. It tells us how we set our schedule. But it's it's just a set of numbers. That's the best way I'm going to, just going to describe this. The calendar that really matters is actually the solar and the lunar, like the actual or farmer's almanac. That's the best way to put it. The farmer's almanac, they understood that you they set everything by the seasons. Okay, spring, summer, fall, and winter. Um, we just like to tidy everything up and, you know, put numbers to it and assign it into a tidy little box. But it doesn't work that way, which is why we actually have a leap year and a leap date because it doesn't Imagine that. work we out. Can't control the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I have tried. It's my master plan, but it keeps failing me. I do. I do try. Something to work on. Yeah. So if I get techie just for a sec, I'm going to say that January 1st is the beginning of the Gregorian calendar. Okay, also known as the Western Christian calendar, and it was first designed by an Italian doctor, an astro astronomer, and philosopher called Luigi Lilio. Now, forgive me, those out there have pronounced it wrong. We're just going to go with it. And it was um, actually Pope Gregory VIII who introduced this calendar in February 1852. And there's your history lesson for today, Shauna. Why, thank you. Did you thank realize you. you were going to learn? I didn't realize. I know. <laughs> Which was actually, and Pope um, Gregory did this six years after Lelio's death. So clearly he knew he was onto something. It just took him a while to put it together. So now that's the calendar that we all know. But the real calendar for... I'm going to say for everything. And, I, and I, I say that in all heartfelt confidence in that we think of January 1st as the date of the new year. Like we make those resolutions and that that's great. I'm all for that. I love New Year's Eve. I love, you know, New Year's Day, the whole thing. But really, it's just a date. If you think about it, if you really think about your year each year, you, people generally feel the year change 
January, February. It doesn't really change January 1st when that clock strikes 12. We just have a party. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> okay. But there's, there's two factors to Chinese New Year. <clears throat> and it's lunar and solar. Lunar just means the moon. Solar means the sun. Okay. So this is why, and I know that when you and I were out for coffee one day and you were asking me about the date because I think you said something about, well, is it February... Uh, 5th or is it, you know, I heard someone say they're doing celebrations in January. I don't understand, Sam. Can you enlighten me? Enlighten me on the... <laughs> I know, and that is my goal, is to enlighten everyone on these things. So the lunar calendar corresponds to the second new moon after the winter solstice in December. Okay, that's okay. really what it is. And it's known as the Spring Festival. Now, this is the one that everyone knows. That's the big party, the whole thing. And I'll get into that in a little bit more. So for 2020... The lunar Chinese year begins on January 25th. I think it's technically late on the 24th, but the day is the 25th. So we're going to see all those celebrations start uh, very soon, actually. And it's a really important ceremony. Now, the solar year is different. The solar year begins around February. And I have to say around because it all depends on the new moon. So these dates aren't set in stone. Like We know January 1st is Gregorian, but the Chinese... Uh, you know, metaphysical calendar is not the same because it sure. changes with the Earth. So that's why there's always a little bit of fluctuation there. So the solar begins this year on February 4th, and it's going to be year of the metal rat. So we're transitioning from year of the pig to year of the rat. Now, these animals are just leaders. So they're just um, the animal, the 12 Chinese animals are just markers of time, and we're just moving from one to the other. So you, I'm not going to... What I was thinking of asking you, Sean, is are you feeling... Apart from feeling cold, <laughs> are you, fee are you yes? Are you feeling any different yet? Have you noticed since Christmas or right after Christmas, did you start to feel different about how you're feeling with the year? Or did, if you had problems, were they alleviating? If you didn't have problems, did you have problems come in? Um, yeah, I think a little bit of a shift, a little more positive, a little more energy than I was Good. feeling last year. Yes, I'm, I'm hopeful for that because we are sort of transitioning. The years are changing right now. And 2019 was a... Um, how can I put it? A gong show? Um, it's putting sucked. it lightly. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're going to keep this polite <laughs> okay. in case children are listening, uh, which you don't normally do, actually. But <laughs> no, 2019 actually was a bit of a shit show. I've got to be honest with you. It was emotionally tough on people. So what's happening now is the year is changing. Now, um, as it does so, we've got two leaders sort of in position. So think of it like the Prime Minister of Canada, but it's changing. We've had a new vote and there's a new leader coming in. So 2019 leader is on its way out. 2020 is on its way in, but they're overlapping right now. They've actually been overlapping since December because December was month of the rat and we're going into year of the rat. So as that month activated, the rat sort of advanced. It started coming in. Okay. And the 2019 was year of the pig. So the pig is on its way out. The rat's on its way in. But you've got a transition. And I usually look for people and say to people, pay attention to what you're feeling right now because you're getting a little bit of a snapshot as to what your year ahead is going to be, which is both positive and negative, right? Because we'll see some things Always. that are great, which are great, <laughs> and we'll see some things that are not so great. I kind of liken it like the Snapchat. When I'm doing updates for clients, I have a little bit at the beginning that so this is your Snapchat. So what you're experiencing in the month of January, uh, well, December and January is an, is an idea of what your year is going to be. Don't worry if you've experienced some tough stuff, because you were telling me all about some challenges you'd had with Dakar and things like yeah. that, right? Yeah. That's just, you know, you dealt with them. So you sort of, you took them by, took the bull by the horns and you dealt with that. So that's okay. But um, I need to think of it like 
we've got two powerful people sharing an office for one month. So think of it like when Trump came in and Obama was there. They've mm -hmm. got this transition and they don't really care for each other. And that's what that's what people feel. They feel a little bit of turmoil, and it, but it will settle down. So that's all going to settle down. So the reason I was asking if you were feeling any different is because we should all be feeling that shift now. And I really want people to sort of stop and pay attention because you are getting that snapshot of what your year is going to be. So it's kind of like the way I like to describe it, it's like Ikea comes to town. We all know it's coming to town. They set up shop. They open their doors. They have a big party, a big opening where they have, you know, cake and balloons and the whole thing and the newspapers are there. And that's when we think the Ikea opened. And technically it did. But really, all the operations happen on the, you know, a few weeks later, once they've got the party out of the way, they get down to business. Chinese New Year is the same. There's a big celebration where they chase out the old year and bring in the new year. So, in fact, actually thinking of that, you've probably seen the lion dances. You've ever heard about those, the big lion dances? Or have you been to a Chinese New Year celebration? No, I haven't. Oh, they're quite exciting. They're quite lively, actually. And what it is, so... It's the, at the so the Lunar New Year. They have these yeah. big celebrations, and they usually have a big lion that comes in. It looks like, and it, it's um, a bunch of people like in a puppet, but there's a big, massive lion. It's a big, loud dance, and it's very theatrical, very loud, very bright, very beautiful, and big fireworks. And what mm -hmm. it is, it's the, the concept is, is you're going to chase away any bad luck from the year before, and you're going to freshen the air and have to welcome all the good prosperity in. Okay. So, yeah. So it's very important. So January 25th is when our um, Lunar New Year is coming up. So there's actually some things I want you to do before then, because you and I were talking earlier, we need money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think we all need... expensive end of the year. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to redo a whole bunch of things in my company and uh, well worth it. But yep, money went out. My fingers pretty darn quick. All right. So, so where is it? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the money? <laughs> what do we need to do? Yes. So we're gonna in we're gonna talk about some things you're gonna do before Chinese New Year, the 25th of January. So I know it's getting close. So, but this is easy. You're gonna listen to today's podcast and you're gonna go and do these things. So we're gonna I'm gonna five skip tips. work and do it. You basically are. Yes, okay. we all are. So I'm Done. giving you permission to do this. <laughs> First cold. thing you're gonna do is you're gonna clean your house. Okay. Now, what I mean, and everyone's probably thinking, well, I do clean my house. No, I really mean a deep clean. We need to, in a sense, think of it like you're brushing away the cobwebs from last year and you're doing a spring cleaning, but sure. you're doing it now because this is the spring festival, okay, the spring festival. So I want you to clean your carpets. I want you to go in those kitchen cupboards. I want you to take everything out. Donate the food that you don't need, the extra food, the stuff you buy on sale and you never actually use. Donate it to someone that can use it. Clean out those cupboards. Organize things. Wash the windows. Although if you live in Vernon right now, you're not <laughs> maybe washing don't. the outside. No. Guaranteed. The inside and outside is frozen <laughs> at my house. <laughs> so maybe maybe not that. But clean but get, everything okay. as much as you can. Yeah. Get it's rid of unwanted stuff. Get, this is a Donate. really good time. Yeah, we think of this as spring cleaning, but I want everyone to do it now in sure. January. This is your chance to clear away the old to make room for the new. Now, that's something we're all familiar with. We've all heard that adage, right? That little famous saying, and I'm a big believer in it. You know, we can say one door closes, another door opens. Absolutely. I believe in that wholeheartedly. But I also believe if your life is full, if your house is really full, and it's not all, and it's not full of positive things, you need to get some of those things out so that positive things can come in. Makes so, sense. It, it does. I mean, it sounds a little bit wivesy taily and the whole thing. I get that, but it's not. And it's such an easy thing to do. So you want to actually do this before Chinese New Year. And I'm going to say three days before. So I okay. want everyone to be out there 
and you have, you know, you have time. So get out there, just do the best you can, give your house a bit of a, a clean. There is one area to really pay attention to. Can you think what it might be? Poor Sean is being tested here. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> now, it would be your entrance. That's what your, your, your house's uh, main entrance. So your okay. front door, because I've been to your house. So you just yeah. want to make sure that front entrance, the what we call the mouth of chi, is really clean. So again, think of this. Let's put this in very logical terms. What do you do twice a year? You go to the dentist and you have your mouth cleaned, right? We all have our teeth cleaned yeah. and they check to make sure there's no cavities and you have a good old checkup. I need you to look at it the same way. The mouth of your body is what goes into your body. If it's dirty, if it's cluttered, if there's bacteria there, you over time you're going to get sick, okay? Because it's yes. going to affect you. Yeah. The mouth of chi at your home, which for all intents and purposes right now, we're going to say is your front door. There are some times when it's different. If I've been on site and I've evaluated, there might be a difference. But generally, 90% of the time, it's your front door. I want you to clean it. I want you to have a, have a go there and have a good look and think, what doesn't need to be here? What has ended up here over the last year? What can be cleaned up and put away and moved? And then actually give it a good scrub down. Give okay. it a good clean. You'll often see if you were in, if we were in Asia right now, or if we were in Chinatown in any one of the big cities, we would see around the Lunar New Year, so around that 25th, and I do it at my house actually, um, you see these big red banners put on the door. And we're going to get to why that red banner is there in a little bit. But people, they really do pay attention to their front doors and they want to show the world that they're ready for the new year. So we're going to put a lot of red by a front door. But I'll explain why in two seconds. So before we get to January 25th, I want you to pay as many bills as you can. Okay. Now, if you're like me, I have a mortgage. I cannot pay my mortgage off by <laughs> as much as I'd like to. I'd need a bit of a windfall. And I can't do that, but I can make sure my other bills are paid. So what I do in January, every time a bill comes in for anything, I'm on it right away. I don't wait till the due date. The minute I get notified that there is a bill of some kind, I pay it right away. Yeah. You want, it's, it's kind of like you're setting the tone. And we could say it's a mindset. And sure, if that's the way you're going to look at it, that's fine. It's a mindset. But it's actually really important. So you want to do that. So pay as many bills as you can. Don't put yourself into debt to pay a bill. Don't no. take money from the line of credit to pay the bill. That's not going to work. Just do what you can. Be realistic, okay, yeah. at whatever level you've got. So it's, it's good to do that. So another thing you can do is if money is owed to you, this is a great time to send a little gentle reminder out and say, hey, you know, let's bring that, that invoice is due and let's get money in. Okay. You kind of want to set the tone. Sure. So yeah, so it's nice, easy. Here's one that people don't think about. So tip number three, get a haircut. Oh. I know. <laughs> And it's something I always do. I just, just had mine done the other day, actually. And there is many stories about why you would cut your hair. And I'm not going to try and convey all the messages because, quite frankly, I don't have Asian heritage. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to do that. I always, okay. I always stay on the safe side. But the point is you want to take some time for yourself this month and you want to set yourself up again for the year ahead. This is a great time to have a nice, good haircut, to really sort of think about, let's just tidy myself up a little bit, okay? Now, there is a lot of concern over the haircut. And I'm just going to pull up. I made a note on the haircut because there's a time when they say don't do the haircut. And I'm going to find that for you because now I'm oh. thinking, oh, God, I know. I better get this right. Bear with me for a second. It is, hmm. I've lost it. I will come back to it. But it's, I would say, but at least three days before again. So sure. not on the 25th. So everything I'm telling you today, I want you to do before. 
before the 22nd if you can. And then the lead up to Chinese New Year is more of a relaxing family time. So the haircut's easy. Just, just have a trim. Even if you've just had a haircut, have a trim. Okay, tip number four, jazz up your wardrobe. So this does not need to cost a lot of money, but I'd highly recommend that you get ready for the Chinese New Year and have something new to wear. Red is usually the color of choice. That was going to be my yes. question. <laughs> oh, sorry, I jumped you there. Um, so, and, and red may not be your color. So some people say, well, I can't wear red, it's not my thing. My answer to that is, well, you could wear it somewhere that can't be seen. Think of it like a wedding where the, where the bride wears something blue, often hidden because yes. she's wearing a white dress. So it's right. a blue garter belt, it's a blue piece of underwear. I myself love red, but I don't always want to wear it on actual Chinese New Year. So sometimes I have red underwear. Just going to whisper that <laughs> so that you, it's a secret. Shh, don't tell anyone. Yes. So have a little bit of something red. But the idea is buy yourself something new that you do not wear until that day. Okay, okay, until Chinese New Year. You kind of want to present yourself in a new new way on Chinese New Year. Now, talking of red, there's something, I think you've been around my house, but you may not have seen me do this with my children. I do, I do do it. They look forward to it every year now. It's a red envelope that we give money to our unmarried children at Chinese New Year. Oh. So the first time, yeah, so you, now your kids are going to hear this and they're going to be asking you. Oh, no. One. Sorry, Shauna. <laughs> no, I was going to ask if you'd adopt me. And <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. So it's a tradition to give your unmarried children a red envelope at Chinese New Year, the first time you see them after the Chinese New Year. So I have to wait quite a while because my daughter's away at school. Right. So I actually have to hold her envelope for a long time. <laughs> my son, it won't, it'll be easier. I'll see him right around Chinese New Year. But the idea is you give your children a little red envelope with some money in it. The money doesn't have to be big. It all depends on what your uh, circumstances are. And actually, I don't think the amount matters. No. I've given a dollar. And I've given more. Depends on what the year is and what I'm doing. But you hand this gift over to your um, young children. You're giving them, you're wishing them great prosperity when you do this. Okay. And the reason I say single is because part of their prosperous life is to meet someone and have someone in their life and, and marry with them. So you wouldn't necessarily give it to your married children. Right. Yeah. So it's just something you give, give to your children there. Now, um, so those are the five tips. But I kind of hinted at something about the money, didn't yes, I? You yes, you did. <laughs> you remembered that, bit, I, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I know. <laughs> Basically, cleaning your house will really, really help with the money. 2019, the wealth for that year was actually in something called the Central Palace. It was in the center. Now, the next podcast we're doing about, which is the actual forecast for 220, when I'm doing all the, the astrology, the 12 charts for everyone. Right. I'm going to specifically go into every area of the compass about where things are. But this is going to be our little tidbit. So last year, the money was in what we call the central palace, which is like the center of everything. So it was on our minds. We were all thinking about how do we make money? How do we keep money? It was just a constant on our minds. We were thinking about it. And for many, it wasn't so easy to make. And we were just talking off air a little bit about industries that you and I work in. And we both saw that, didn't we? That money oh, wasn't, yeah. wasn't as prevalent Right? No, people, not at all. No, not I mean, how things happen. People bought yep. cars, people bought houses, everything. The world still turned, but money was not as free-flowing as it could be. So 2020, the money moves out from the center, and it moves into a location in the home, and it moves into the northwest location of your home. So the biggest thing you can do, now this is more before February 4th. 
So remember, Chinese, the lunar celebration on the 25th is all about family. It's about cleaning your house. It's about getting ready, getting those new clothes, getting red envelopes ready to give to specific family members and spending time together and celebrating. And you're going to chase out the negative stuff and welcome in the new stuff. But when the year changes on February 4th, that's when we get down to work. And that's when the feng shui changes. So that's when the money releases from the center into an actual location in your home. So if you, if we haven't worked together, I mean, for, for you, I do your updates, so I'll, I'll, I'll be pinpointing exactly where that is in your house and what you need to do. But for, the, for, the, for those of you listening, just basically figure out where the north is in your home, where the west is. I mean, literally look at where, where does the sun rise, where does the sun set? That's going to give you east and west. And then look at the northwest. That is where the money is for next year. So whatever that room is, it could be a bedroom, it could be a kitchen, it could be a whole closet, it could be your front door. Mm-hmm. You need to clean the heck out of that area and tidy it up like you wouldn't believe. It needs to be uncluttered. It needs to have no negative things like inside, We don't. that's not where you're going to store your garbage cans. Does it happen to need a brand new leather sofa? <laughs> I get the feeling you might be wanting to buy one. I'm going to say yes. And if your husband's listening, Perfect. absolutely. Perfect. Yes, Shauna. Okay, so my entrance <laughs> and the north west. west so the northwest corner of yes. Yeah, so literally just, you know, and I've I've what I've done on Chi Pro Sam is I've put out a free guide where all of this information is there and you can go and download it and I've shown how to do that on your floor plan, where to find the northwest and what to do. But what I want you to take away from this podcast today is that's where the money is. Okay, so in 2020, the money is in the northwest. Perfect. So clean that area. So inside, it's easy. Just tidy it up. doesn't matter if it's a bathroom or a closet or your front door. I mean, yeah. ideally, it's great when it's your front door and it's, a, it's an, a space in your home that you're using a lot. Because when I'm talking about wealth, I'm talking about a type of energy that helps you make wealth. So it's not like you can go to the northwest of your home. Dig under the dirt and there'll be a buried treasure <laughs> box. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. That's not what's going to happen. Okay. It means that when you it, so when you think of your home and you just stand there and you look to the south and you look to the north, you know, you're watching the sun go down in the west or you might be watching the sun come up in the east. So you have an idea of where the directions are around your home. Those directions bring something to you every year and every year they change. So they're changing on February 4th. And it's really important that everyone remember that. But they're changing in February and the money is going to be there. So it just means money opportunities. So you don't want to block them. The bottom line is you don't want to block them. You want to have that ent- that area as clear as it can be so those opportunities come to you. You still have to act on them. No one can sit on their nice new leather couch. <laughs> just thought I'd put that in there. And money will free flow to you. It, it, it's not like that. It won't do that. But the opportunities to make money are advancing from the Northwest in 2020. Now, just in case that is an area that is unusable to you, it's a, it's, it is a closet. It's physically a closet and you can't do anything there except tidy the closet. And you're thinking, oh, my God, all is lost. There's a secondary wealth area in 2020 and it's the West. Okay, so Northwest and West right next door to each other. West is where the future wealth is coming from. So these are few. This is more long term. So the Northwest is going to have more. I'm going to say instant wealth you can work with right now. Like you might get a job this year. You might be able to sell something this year. So there's money coming in. The West is a bit more long-term. It's future wealth. Still very useful. So those two areas of the home, you want to tidy them up. I can see your mind working. You're going to your floor plan. I can see you working out. Yes. (laughs) And especially on the outside of the home. So this is something people don't really think about. So feng shui is all about how a space will affect you. 
okay, how the environment affects you. So your home is just a building in an environment. So what I want you to do is work out where the northwest and west are and then go outside your home. If you've got dead trees, you're storing, I don't know, just garbage that you've packed up ready to take somewhere, get, get it gone. It. Yes, get it gone. I know it's tricky right now if you're in the cold climates like us. We've got lots of snow on the ground. You can't really go out there. I get that. Do what you can when you can. But you want to clear these, these areas because I need you to think of it like the compass directions. There are eight of them, okay? Northeast, southwest, northeast, southwest, blah, blah, blah. Think of them like people coming to your home. Think of your home like a meeting place. And these people are going to come to your home next year and they're visitors and they all have a job to do. And today's podcast was sort of talking about getting ready for New Year. So we're just going to focus on the Northwest and the West. I'll expand on the other ones in our next chat. So Northwest and West, the people coming to your home are bringing opportunities to make wealth. They're not coming in carrying a gold box or a gold bar. They're coming in and they're going to show you how to make money. And then you're going to act on those opportunities. So you just don't want to block their way. One of the worst things I've seen with wealth is when you have dead trees. I never like dead trees around a property anyway. If something is dead or dying, I'm sorry, you can't revive it. Get yeah. it gone. Let Chop it, it go. down. <laughs> let it go. If, you ha in your, if, if in your northwest and your west it's a heavily treed area and you can thin those trees a little bit, I love that. Thin them. So the idea being is that when you spend time in those areas – the people that are visiting those areas, it's like you're spending time with them. It's like you've come to my house, Shauna, to have a cup of tea. We sit on the couch, we have a cup of tea, we share a biscuit, we have great conversation, and we learn from each other and we have a great time. Sure. It's the same thing with feng shui. Um, you can't really give them a cup of tea. You could try, but I don't think they're going to do it. So really to, to, to access wealth for next year, I want you to spend some time cleaning your house. It's not because I'm a Martha Stewart wannabe. I don't need your house to be perfect. Just want it to be clean. Sure. And I specifically want those areas tidy for the money. Okay. Now, we're going to go into some other um, areas next month. But I wanted to talk about some of the um, things to do with the year of the rat because that's coming forward. So 21 things you didn't know. Well, actually, I'm not going to do 21 things. Sorry. So the Spring Festival is the largest, the Chinese New Year, the Lunar New Year, is the largest festival in China. It literally shuts down. When they've got this, it's like 15 days of celebrations. Wow. And yeah, you, it's, it's wonderful, but it's absolutely crazy. It's the longest Chinese holiday that they have. And I think we should actually take a little bit of, we should do what they do. Like we, we don't always, you know, we do our celebrations at Christmas, but I'm sorry, we get caught up in presents. We get caught up in spending money. I think they do a better job of celebrating family. Mm -hmm. So it is cold right now. Oh, I shouldn't say that because you could be listening from Australia, New Zealand. Of course, it's not cold down there right now. But this is the time to come together as a family. What I really want people to understand is between January 25th and February 4th, take the time to be with family. Take the time to hit the reset. This is really important that you set yourself up for the next year. We all got hit really tough last year. I don't really believe it. I mean, very few people can stand up and say, hey, I had a fabulous year. Right. We all struggled in one way or another, some more publicly than others, and it will depend on your birth chart. So everyone's, mm -hmm. a, everyone's a little different. But it was a tough, it was a tough year. Um, I'd like to say on, on, on the 25th, get some fireworks and have fun with that. 
but it's illegal in some places. <laughs> so maybe don't do that and say, well, Sam said on the podcast <laughs> that we could do fireworks. If you get the chance, though, if it's allowed or, or even just little firecrackers, I would love to see people do a celebration on the 25th. We're planning one at our house. Um, you're all welcome, by the way. So just pop on over. <laughs> and what it is, I'm bringing my close friends in and we're just going to share food and we're going to have a few games about Chinese you know, customs and New Year and we'll have a few firecrackers and we're just going to try and reset. I'm going to hit that reset. It's kind of like unplugging the computer, waiting 10 seconds and plugging it back in. We need to reboot. Yeah. This is a time to reboot. I'm telling you, I know you've had a tough year. I just know it. I know you're listening. I know on very different degrees, everyone's experienced something. So let's make this next year better. All right. So if you can, maybe you can't have fireworks, but have some firecrackers because you want to chase away the old and welcome in the new. Um, and what am I thinking? Oh, did you, you had something written down for me, Shauna, or no? I can't remember now if you had some questions. Um. Well, we kind of covered off what to do in our house. Yes. Um, a question, though, because you have done the chart on my house <laughs> before. So now yes. that we are changing the year. Yes. Does the chart of my house change? Yes. It, y yes and no. Yes and no. So that's a very good point. So um, if you're listening, what Sean is referring to is... My, my person like myself, when we work with our clients, we do updates every year. So we work the feng shui of the house out. The feng shui is the physical realm, in a sense. It's the walls, the roof. It's where the rooms mm -hmm. are. It's a sign. It's like knowing that your front door is in the east and yeah. your bedroom's in the northwest or whatever, right? So I work out the energy chart of your home. And then each year, those visitors come and they interact. So the, the feng shui of your home doesn't change each year, but it's affected by the visitors. So the chart stays the same per feng shui every year. But the visitors come in and they create situations, positive and not so positive. Sure. So this is when, when I when I do your update for you and you sort of, I know you look at me and say, well, how did you know that? Um, and how did you say that? Why, how, why are you advising me to do that? It's because I can see what these visitor, visitors are going to do and I want you to know how to deal with it. I can't change what those visitors are going to do, but I can give you tools on how to work with them um, for example, I can sort of say, you know, these are the industries you should go and approach to work with this year. This is watch out in the home for this person getting sick. Oh, this person might have a really tough year, so spend some time with them. I, so I look at all your family members and I look at the home and that really helps you have a better year. So it's important to understand that each year, the year is in charge it's way, it's way bigger than us. We like to think that we're in charge, that we make all of our decisions and we make our prosperity. And and then unfortunately, we blame other people when it's not positive. Like if we get sick, <laughs> it's someone else's fault. If we lost money, it's someone else's fault. Well, the fact is it's not. It's all it's all, all in one. But the year is actually in charge. So the, the, the year of the rat, the rat is going to set the tone. So the rat is going to move the feng shui and it's going to put those visitors in position. The rat is then going to interact with each person's birth chart. So with your birth chart, Shauna, it's going to interact. So that I look at that and I can work out where your wealth is. I can work out where your career is. I can work out where your husband is. And I can work out all the things that are going to affect your life this year. And I can sort of give you tips. You still need to walk the path. It is your say, life. It's my job to follow <laughs> such advice. Yes, 
It is. I have to admit. And I try. be aware. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's more yep. awareness. Because even my, myself, I was sharing with you, I had just mapped out. I was doing a business today. So they got a lot of employees. So it was taking quite a while. I've got about 15 employees to do and the owners. And I was mapping it all out. And then I took a break. So I thought I'd look at my chart. And it was like, ah, I've got some challenges ahead. And then at first I thought, oh, seriously? Like this can't be happening. And then I realized, okay, it is. It is what it is. But I can deal with it now because now I know it's coming. Yeah. When you know something's coming, you can deal with it. It's when we're blindsided, you can't. So my emphasis today, and I know I sound like a broken record, and I don't mean to, but it's clean the house and get ready. Because the year's coming in, whether you want it or not. And it's not actually here yet. It's just still transitioning. So this is your time to get ready and get ready for that new year coming in. Doesn't really matter what food you eat at Chinese New Year. I mean, there are, they, they sort of say there's specifics and dumplings and all this. I don't really mind what you do. Do what you want to do. I mean, my husband, great example. My husband, he says, um, what are we doing for the Chinese New Year food? And I said, well, of course, we're going to do Chinese food. And he's like, huh, okay, great. But I want to do my bison meatballs. And I want to do the uh, duck sausage and stuff. And I'm like, seriously? But it's Chinese New Year. And then I thought, well, hang on. It doesn't matter. That makes him happy and everyone loves it. And we're just going to get together and share food. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is I want you to follow some rules, but I want you to know it's okay to, to do your own thing. Just get ready for the new year coming. And the biggest thing is clean the house and clean the northwest area of your home and the west area. There's more to do, but those are the ones to do right now. Okay. Okay. Um, now you've, you'll see lots of things. I myself go to Purdy's and have a lot of fun at Chinese New Year. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not getting paid by Purdy's. In case you're wondering, <laughs> it's just that they do really good Chinese New Year chocolates. Chocolates. So I yes. have a lot of fun with that. I like to give those out. You'll see mooncakes. You'll see all sorts of Chinese desserts. Again, if you're if you have Asian history or you have that um, historical in your family, great. Go and get those things, but mix it up. But if you haven't. Try that. Try going to a Chinese bakery. Try some of the foods they have at Chinese New Year because they really do mean a lot. And you'll find it helps you get in the mood. And it's really good to do that. So I, I do encourage that. And it's food. I'm always about food. So someone asked me if there was wine, <laughs> um, a specific <laughs> one. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> we live in wine country in the Okanagan here. So, so you don't have to have wine for every meal. You don't have to do the ceremonies. If you were in Asia, there are some wonderful ceremonies they go through. But again, my point is be together. Just, just be together. Now, I talked about a red banner on the front door. So I right. have one and it, <laughs> it kind of looks a little bit gaudy. It has a symbol on it and it has, and the idea is if you pay those bills before Chinese New Year, before the lunar one on the 25th, you are then put the banner on the front of your door and it tells the world that you paid your bills. You are ready. You are ready for the new year. You're ready to set up. It's also very bright. It's very colorful. For, for, for us here in Canada, it's dark early. We're, we're in heavy snow mode right now. It's a real bright spark on a dark day. So I'm going to say put some red by the front door. Just have some fun. I know you haven't necessarily paid every bill off, but do the best you can. So I put a lot of gold Chinese symbols up there, and one of them is the Fu symbol. So I actually have a funny story about that. So you know Heath. Yes. Right, from Sproy. <laughs> yes. The director of possibilities from Sproy. <laughs> and early in my, when we were first building the, the company up on the website, he was working on an image for me. And he said, oh, oh, you were just in China and you had that really cool image. He'd been to my house and he'd seen it. He said, can you send me the image and I'll rework it for you for the website? And I said, oh, sure, great. And he said, well, what symbol was it? And I said, well, it's the luck symbol. Well, okay, but what is that? And I, he, said, he said, it's probably a specific thing. How do you spell it? And I said, F-U. 
<laughs> yeah, you get it, right? And he says, and he went silent. And I'm like, he says, oh, I was just asking how you spell it. And I said, no, it's the letter F and the letter U. And he's like, oh, I thought you were saying. <laughs> so the foo symbol. Foo symbol. The foo symbol is a luck symbol. I do have one that I have in my office all the time. And yes, I put it by my front entrance way. So my, for example, my front entrance way is, in a, is a very good part of my home. I just built my house. Of course it is. So I will be putting a lot of Chinese symbols there. And no, they don't make money for me. They don't do anything for me, but they make me feel good and they help inspire me forward. So that's what I want to say, because people do ask about if they do this, will everything be good? If they put the luck symbol up, will they be lucky? If they have a little dragon dance or set off some firecrackers, is everything going to be fantastic for them? Well, it depends. But it's a good start. It's a very good start. If it helps you set the tone, then do it. Okay? So I love all that red on the front door. Now, there are 12 Chinese zodiacs animals, and they will interact with the rat differently. But... If you want to hear about those, then you're going to have to come back next month. <laughs> so I'm going to close here. This is a nice short and sweet podcast for us today because I want your, everyone to go off and clean your house. Okay, I'm not that obsessed about my house, trust me, but this is the time of year to do it. And come back because we're going to digest next time what 2020 is, where the wealth is more in depth, where the sickness energy is and what it means to you based on your astrological chart. There's a heck of a lot of information coming forward. Now, if you're not sure about some of the tips I've talked about and you want to get some more details, hop on over to chiprosam.com. You're going to see many blogs. Just use the search bar and type in Chinese New Year and you're going to find blogs on those tips. You're going to find out more about the 220 year and a great little handbook you can go and download that has everything you need and helps you with your floor plan. Okay? So and don't forget to leave me a review on the podcast on your favorite channel. I want to know what you're thinking. So, Sharma, thank you so much for coming in today. I thank you. You're welcome. And what are you going to go do right now? Clean my house. Thank you. You've been listening. Yes, and on I that have. Note, bye-bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>